my name is Hannah and I don't usually do these videos, but Pastor David has asked me to present to you the first two chapters of the book of 1 Samuel. These two chapters are about Hannah, so this is why I'm doing them. It'll work a bit like normal. I'll read the chapter, share a few of my comments, and then have a short prayer at the end. So let's get started. Chapter 1. Now there was a certain man of Ramatham Zophim, from the hill country of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jerahem, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zoph, an Ephraimite. He had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Peninnah. Peninnah had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up out of his city from year to year to worship and to sacrifice to Yahweh of armies in Shiloh. The two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, priests to Yahweh, were there. When the day came that Elkanah sacrificed, he gave portions to Peninnah his wife and to all her sons and daughters. But he gave a double portion to Hannah, for he loved Hannah, but Yahweh had shut up her womb. Her rival provoked her severely to irritate her because Yahweh had shut up her womb. So year by year, when she went up to Yahweh's house, her rival provoked her. Therefore she wept and didn't eat. Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why don't you eat? Why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah rose up after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on his seat by the doorpost of Yahweh's temple. She was in bitterness of soul and prayed to Yahweh, weeping bitterly. She vowed a vow and said, Yahweh of armies, if you will indeed look at the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a boy, then I will give him to Yahweh all the days of his life and no razor shall come on his head. As she continued praying before Yahweh, Eli saw her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Get rid of your wine. Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have not been drinking wine or any strong drink, but have poured out my soul before Yahweh. Don't consider your servant a wicked woman, for I have been speaking out of the abundance of my complaint and my provocation. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant your petition that you have asked of him. She said, Let your servant find favour in your sight. So the woman went away and ate, and her facial expression wasn't sad anymore. They rose up in the morning early and worshipped Yahweh, then returned and came to their house in Ramah. Then Elkanah knew Hannah his wife, and Yahweh remembered her. When the time had come, Hannah conceived and bore a son, and she named him Samuel, saying, Because I have asked him of Yahweh. The man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer Yahweh the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah didn't go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned, 
then I will bring him up, that he may appear before Yahweh and stay there forever. Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems good to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may Yahweh establish his word. So the woman waited and nursed her son until she weaned him. Then when she had weaned him, she took up with her, with three bulls, one ephah of meal and a container of wine, and brought them to Yahweh's house in Shiloh. The child was young. They killed the bull and brought the child to Eli. She said, O oh my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here by you, praying to Yahweh. I prayed for this child, and Yahweh has given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore, I have also given him to Yahweh. As long as he lives, he is given to Yahweh, and he worshipped Yahweh there. I'd like to briefly mention a few interesting historical comments about this chapter before I, can, I go into what we can learn. Firstly, although Elkanah is mentioned as an Ephraimite here, many scholars believe that he was actually from Levi, the tribe of Levi and was only called an Ephraimite because of the area in which he resided. The Levites were the priestly line of Israel, and this is interesting since Samuel grew up in the temple and served under Eli, the high priest of his time. In verse 9, when Hannah goes to bring her petition before the Lord, the Septuagint adds, she arose and stood before God. This implies that Hannah pleaded with the Lord from a standing position. This is also interesting because we usually picture Hannah kneeling or crying out to God, maybe lying on the floor. In this chapter, we can also be led to wonder what Elkanah thought about his wife's vow and how she was going to hand their son back to the Lord. However, in verse 21, his vow could possibly refer to Hannah's promise to present Samuel to the Lord. If so, this implies that Elkanah had accepted the vow that his wife had made with God and made it his own. It is also interesting to note the details of Hannah's vow to the Lord. Before he was even conceived, Samuel had been dedicated to the Lord as a Nazarite. There are only three long-term Nazarites directly, directly mentioned in the Bible. Samuel, John the Baptist and Samson were born of previously barren mothers and were dedicated to God either by their mothers or by divine means. These men were not allowed to drink fermented beverages, shave their head or touch a dead body. Many believe that Paul also took a short-term Nazarite vow as mentioned in Acts 18.18. 18. Nazarites were to be fully devoted to the Lord. The full conditions for a Nazarite vow can be found in Numbers 6. It is also interesting that this vow could be taken by both men and women, as observed in Numbers 6 verse 2. Finally, there is some debate around Hannah's sacrifice. This translation mentions her taking up three bulls to the temple, while the scripture further on only mentions her sacrificing a single bull. Some scholars believe that there were three bulls. Others believe it was a single bull of three years of age. Regardless, however, Hannah brought a sacrifice to the Lord when she brought Samuel to the temple, when he was about two or three. Now, there is an important lesson for us to learn and take away from this chapter. The Lord God hears the prayers of his people. He still answers prayers. This isn't just something that happened during the Bible times. 
And sometimes we feel like God isn't working. The problem isn't that God isn't working, but he often isn't working how we think he should or how we'd like him to. Yet this doesn't mean that he isn't working. In fact, it means rather the opposite. God does not think like us. He sees the bigger picture, while we often only see a small piece of the puzzle. What we think is the best solution to our problem may actually make the problem worse in the long term. When we have a request, we should bring it before God and trust that he has the perfect solution. God hadn't forgotten Hannah and he hasn't forgotten you. Our Heavenly Father knows what is best for us and in his perfect timing he will act. Today, if you have a request, bring it before God, lay it at his feet and thank him that he has heard your prayer. Sometimes he will ask us to wait and sometimes he has something else in mind. But one thing is certain, he does know what is best and he does remember. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you that you hear the prayers of your people. Thank you that you listen and you understand. Lord, help us to trust you with your plan for our lives, oh Father. Help us to give our lives to you and fully submit to your wonderful plan. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.